This is an All Ears English Podcast, episode 326. Jennifer Tarl shows you three immediate action steps to improve your American English vowel sounds. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today, you'll meet our guest who is an accent reduction professional, and she'll show you three mistakes that you are making with your English vowel sounds, and you'll get immediate action steps that you can take to stop making these mistakes now. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Great, Lindsay. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us. So we are excited to have you on the show today because it's very rare that we have a pronunciation expert on the show. So welcome again. How long have you been teaching pronunciation? I've been teaching pronunciation for about 20 years now. I started this in graduate school, um, but I've had my own business now for about 10 years. I've been doing this formally for 10 years. That's fantastic. And what kinds of students do you work with? I work with students from all over the world, um, ranging from just people who are um, English learners who have moved to the country that want to be better understood, and I'm in the U.S., um, Mm -hmm. to people who are studying for the TOEFL that want to pass the pronunciation section, um, with graduate students who are trying to get into an MBA program and have to pass the video essay, and a lot of businessmen. So a little bit of everything. (laughs) <laughs> Great. So you've helped a lot of people to be better understood. And I know this is a real pain point for our listeners because it's so hard and it can be really humiliating when we're out there and we're trying our best to speak English and people are just giving us blank stares, right? Yes. And in America, no one will really tell you if you're mispronouncing something. Right. <laughs> and so I always tell my clients one of the first things is to really improve your speaking and your pronunciation is to Tell someone trusted 
to tell you if you mispronounce something or if you make a really embarrassing mistake. And people want to help and will be very kind and they will tell you exactly what to do, but you have to ask for that help. Yeah, I think once you ask for it, they will do it. But if you don't ask for it, they definitely won't because they don't want to embarrass you, right? That's really the key. Okay, well, that's a good tip. So let's get into your tips here, Jennifer. So today you said that you were going to share with us three ways to improve your American English pronunciation right now. Three things that our listeners can do today to speak better when they're speaking American English to pronounce it more accurately. Great. So, yeah, what would be tip number one, way number one? What would you Number one is in English, we have two vowels that most of my clients, I'm going to say almost all of my clients, confuse. And that's okay. the long E sound, E as in eat, and the short I sound, I as in it. So the difference between these two words would be eat, it, eat okay. it. So there's a yes. very big difference. So tip number one would be to listen to the differences in vowel length in American English. We have very long vowels and very short vowels. And this is a big one because this is a high-frequency sound, the long E and the short I. So because we use these sounds so often, you want to make sure that you really have these sounds down. So to do that, just make the long, the E really long, think about length, and the Mm -hmm. I, the short I, really, really short. Okay, so for this, is this more about noticing the differences when we're listening, or is this about pronouncing it correctly, or is it about both? Both. That's an excellent question. Um, I think that a lot of people, um, well, so let's step back a bit. I do not teach phonetic symbols when I'm teaching my classes. Okay. The reason Mm -hmm. is is that listening is so key to pronunciation. So it all starts with listening. Listen. Listen, listen. I tell my clients, listen to a podcast about something that you might not be super interested in and you're not listening for the content. You're listening for the sounds and the rhythm of English. Watch mm. TV in the background while you're cleaning your house in English. All of those things are going to work on your listening because you're really trying to pay attention to those little nuances in the okay. sound. So that would be number one is to work on the listening. Then, okay. Put that into practice. You will be surprised just by doing some focused listening and say, I'm going to listen for that long E sound like I hear in the word eat. I'm really going to listen for that. You'll be shocked at how many words you actually hear once you're focused on that. Maybe jot some of the words down and then practice those. Then go to the flip side, the short I. I like practicing these, these two sounds together. There are some other sort of pairs that are long versus short. Yeah. Um, but you really want to focus on those big differences, that's going to make a huge impact in your clarity because you're going to have this big difference instead of having both of these sounds basically sound the same to an American listener. Yeah, yeah. and as you've said before, oh, sorry, go ahead, Jennifer. No, that was it. Go ahead. Okay, so as you said before, these sounds are so common in the language. So this is one of the sounds, these two sounds, that if we focus on them, we can really improve a huge chunk of our pronunciation problems, right? It's very 80-20 here, what we're doing. Exactly. And I'm all about do what gets you a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah, I like that philosophy. That's great. Okay. So eat it, right? Those two sounds, the long E and the short I, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that's the first one. So what would be the second set of sounds that we can really get a lot of bang for our buck, as you say, with our pronunciation? Yeah, so let's um, keep going with that. And the next one is going to be open vowels. So if you watch, I always tell my clients to do this as well. This is a good exercise. Watch um, a program with the sound off on television in your native language. Then watch a program in American English or British English or whichever English you're trying to master um, with the sound off and just watch the person's mouth, their lips, their jaw. It's Mm. really interesting to see that Americans, for instance, move their mouths a lot when they speak. And I hear this from all of my clients. Then when you watch something maybe in the native language of of the client, they'll say, wow, I never realized our mouths don't move as much as an American speaker. A lot of that is because English has a lot of vowels where many other languages have fewer vowels or all the vowels are a little more similar. Okay. Um, The big difference in American English are the open vowels. We open our mouth a lot. The biggest example that I always give to everyone is the word fantastic. You really... Say that word and try to imitate me saying it, fantastic. You really have to open your mouth wide for the ah and fan and the ah and tas. So Uh fantastic. You really have to open your mouth wide. Most of my clients would say, fantastic. And your mouth is very closed for that. So the big difference is open mouth versus closed mouth. So let me give you a couple more um, examples. Sure. Okay. So we actually have two really big open vowels, the short A, A, which is made with a really round um, open mouth. Your mouth looks like a circle. And the mm-hmm. short A, which is a very oval, but very open mouth. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay. And and what, what words would we find those sure. vowels in? Just to throw out an example. Yeah. Exactly. So for the short A, it would be cat. Okay. And that's with the very round mouth, cat. And the second one is caught with a very oval open mouth, cat Mm. and caught. Most of my clients would say cut. Okay. So they miss it completely. Mm -hmm. The cat caught the ball instead of the cat caught the ball. I see. I see. So the key here is watching the way we move our mouth and compare it to our native language and just study that a bit, right? Take a step back. Yeah. And I would say Google. You can always Google and kind of figure that out. A lot of times there's um, great materials out there for people who teach accents to actors and actresses and they describe how the person's mouth is. That's something really Uh. kind of good to take a look at as well. Interesting. Let me ask you a quick related question. When it comes to learning an English accent, do we want to be um, kind of focused specifically on one, the American accent or the British accent? Or is is it okay to mix the two together? What's your philosophy on that, Jennifer? I go for clarity. So whatever works for you. Um, However, that being said, we as listeners always look for patterns. So Mm. it's usually better to pick one and 
stick with it. Um, okay. You can have a few words scattered here and there, maybe from British English and an American English accent, but it gets a little confusing for your listener because we're looking for patterns. Yeah, right. So for our listeners, I guess at least until they're at a certain level, they want to be focusing on one type of accent, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Awesome. These are fantastic tips. How about a third? What is one third way that our listeners could quickly today improve their American English pronunciation? The, what do you think? The last one that I'll recommend would be movement vowels. And when you move your mouth, this is going to make the vowel a lot longer. So I hear a lot of my clients make the vowels longer by sort of rising the pitch and saying, oh, instead of moving their mouth and saying, oh, so that's oh. very different. The same thing. Here's another vowel that this works for. I, I go to the store mm-hmm. and then a, um, in like, um, pay, um, please pay the cashier. Okay, so what's the mistake that most students are making? I'm a little bit confused. Sure. Can you clarify that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, clarify. So what most people do is they keep their mouth a little more closed, and they're not moving their mouth from one position to another. So these mm. vowels are actually, not to get too technical, two vowels smooshed together really fast to make one new vowel. Right. So moving your mouth, focusing on moving your jaw and your lips, it's really going to make a, dif- a big difference. So let's break each of these down. So if you move your mouth for the O, from an open mouth to a puckered lips, O, mm, that makes the vowel okay. a lot longer. For I, you have your mouth really wide open and you move to a smile. I. I, right, yeah. okay. And mm-hmm. then the last one for A, again, really wide open, but it's kind of open out to the sides, like you're smiling with your mouth open. A, and then you just close your mouth. Okay, so we want to be paying attention to the way our lips continue to move throughout the word. Is that correct? Is that pretty much the essence? Uh, yeah, throughout the sound and then okay, and throughout then the sound. in the word as well. So a mistake that I would hear from my um, clients would be something like um, no instead of no. Ah, okay. Cutting it off, Cutting right? it off, making yeah. it too shorter. I instead of I. Okay. I like it. I like it. Oh, interesting. Okay. And how can our listeners work on this? Like, are there any materials they can use or how would you recommend getting better at this particular sound or this, at these this particular technique? sounds? Um, I, there, there are so many free word lists all over the internet. Just do a quick Google search to get some word lists on these sounds to check those out and just practice lists with the sound in it. I do offer some materials. I don't know if it's inappropriate to mention on my website. Oh, this is great. Actually, this is a good time to go into that. Jennifer, can you let us know where our listeners can find you online? Because we haven't had very many pronunciation experts on the show yet, as I said before. So I'm sure that some of our listeners would like to see where you are online and what you're doing, because I think that videos would be more useful uh, for this particular thing here. So where can our listeners go to find you online? Okay, so my website is www tarl which is my last name that's t-a-r-l-e speech s-p-e-e-c-h dot com that's Mm -hmm. my website you can buy downloadable videos and downloadable practice pages that come with audio to practice all of these sounds Um, in about a month to six weeks i'm going to be relaunching my site with all new materials where all of the videos and audio are together and they're upgraded. So you'll actually be able to see me pronouncing every single word. 
Yeah, I think that's really important for our listeners to be able to see, you know, the mouth of the native speaker moving and to be able to mimic that. But we'll be looking forward to having you back on the show again in another month or so when your site relaunches to introduce your new content. But for today, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us and kind of enlightening us on these these key sounds, the way that our listeners can very quickly improve their pronunciation by focusing on these key issues. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. And one more thing, I just want to tell your listeners for free, I do believe in free stuff as well to go to my (laughs) YouTube page and on YouTube under Tarl Speech I have a ton of free videos that go over all of these sounds and show some frequent um, confusing word pairs frequent mistakes and most importantly, embarrassing mistakes and how to fix them. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that would be another interesting episode yeah, idea, exactly. wouldn't it? <laughs> so what do they type in when they go to YouTube? How do we find you? Um, you go to YouTube and you type in Tarl Speech again, um, which okay. is my last name. And mm-hmm. that will bring you up to my page and all of my videos are on there. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jennifer. We'll look forward to having you on again soon. So thanks. Thanks again. And thank you so much, Lindsay. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Take care. care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.